Welcome back to The Shelf Oddities. I'm Serafina. And I'm Miri. And the oddity that I'm feeling like today is a uh, vintage shrunken head in the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Because mm. I'm believing it or not at this point in time. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> and the oddity that I am feeling like is a coffin-shaped moss agate ring. Because that's what I'm hoping to pick up for my birthday. Hey. Welcome back to season two, everybody. This is our first episode, and apparently you get an interview with me, so we'll see how that goes. It's the rise of the chaos that is airy season. Um, sure. So yeah, we get, we, we get a special interview with Serena today. It's going to be interesting, definitely. So what has been going on with you? What have you been up to in our little break here? Um, I've been busy. It's never really a break, is it? No. <laughs> but, um, I did see Beetlejuice the Musical in, um, Columbus, which was really fun. I used to say the only reason I would ever go to New York is to see Beetlejuice, because otherwise I would never fucking go to New York, and now uh-huh. I don't have to worry about it. Hey-o. So, it was incredible. Yeah. I'm happy that I finally got to see it. The show was great. I've been listening to the soundtrack for years, so being able to actually see it was amazing. I love it. It's supposed to come to Cincinnati, and I'd like to see it again. Honestly, it was really good. Cool. How much of the like original cast is traveling? I don't think any, any of the original of cast I wasn't is traveling. Sure. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. cool. I know. You've been talking about it for a really long time, so I'm glad that you got to go and enjoy it. So. Yeah, me too. Congratulations. I'm very proud of you. Thanks, pal. What about you? What have you been, what have you been getting into? Oh, you know, just a bunch of medical shit. <laughs> Nothing new. Uh, yeah. So basically, we recorded the last podcast, and then since then, I've just been on, like, a crazy medical journey since all of that happened. Um, so basically, I've just been getting, like, a lot of infusions and all of that good stuff. So I have just been spending a lot of time in doctor's offices and getting all that good stuff taken care of. I actually genuinely feel better. The last two days have been probably the best I've had in a while. And I had this interesting moment where, and I had I felt like the need to share this with you, Erie. I was, you know, hanging out, relaxing. It's the end of the night. And I was laying there and I like got excited and being like, oh yeah, I get to do that tomorrow. And that was the first time that I have been excited to do like a menial task in years. Mm -hmm. Like just to know, like I even had like the energy, like, oh, I'm going to get up tomorrow and do that. Like, I don't ever do that. Like I didn't do that for a really long time. And uh, so, yeah, it's been a good the thing that's happened but man it's been hell it's been it's been really rough um but i'm definitely glad to be back podcasting we just recorded our first episode with damien which is mm-hmm. our queer power hour um so if you're listening to this because you missed that upload we are doing those once a month so make sure that you listen to those because i think they're so much fun i had so much fun in recording that that i was like i can't wait to get back to the pod like, I'm yeah, so excited. Yeah. So it was a good time. I, I can't wait to see what we get into today. Yeah, well, this one is going to be super fun. Are you ready to crack into it? Yeah, I, I want to know. I want to know what you got for me. So first off, um, you typically celebrate your birthday. I don't think we I've ever been with you on your birthday, so I don't really know what you do. 
honestly just like have a panic attack about like the next year <laughs> of life and being like oh my god I've been around the sun so many times um I really don't do a lot um I am big um like I know we talked on our new year's episode I am big about like new beginnings and all of that stuff mm-hmm. so like there's like a lot of introspection but like typically like I might like you know, do a little recreational stuff and like hang out, but <laughs> I've like I've never had the energy to do anything. So like, what do I do this year? I have no idea. Do you have like um, like a do you have something you eat like a dessert or something that you get on your birthday every year? Um, yeah, like we'll do like birthday cake, which like I'm a very sure. big fan of like chocolate cake with vanilla icing. I think fair, or like fair. red velvet cake. I think is the the top choice there. Um, which like that, you know, has to happen a long time, but like that, I used to have like really, you know, like a good association with that kind of stuff. And that was really fun. But yeah, ever since I like moved out, which was like, I don't know how long now, but, um, I don't really do much. Me and Dave are not necessarily like huge, huge birthday people or like huge anniversary people. We actually just celebrated our third year. Uh, being married on Saturday and um, he like did I tell you any of this no I don't know that you told me what you did for oh okay so he decided to um, we've been he'd never seen Hell's Kitchen okay right and in my transfusions they have like televisions in the room so like Hell's Kitchen has been on so we've like been binging Hell's Kitchen and Gordon Ramsay is huge for his beef wellingtons okay so like he Dave decided to take on the beef wellington challenge and like make <laughs> one himself and like he doesn't really spend a lot of time in the kitchen so it's like a major challenge it's already a challenge to make let mm-hmm. alone like if you're like not someone who's like constantly cooking and like knows your way around a kitchen and he did a great job it was delicious we had a delicious dinner it was really cool um and i gotta like sit back and chill and just like hang out while he did all of that and it was awesome i had a really good time so now that we both have energy and like are like working on feeling better i don't know if maybe things will be different this year for the birthday we are um filming this a little early so Mm -hmm. who knows she could get crazy I'm just kidding. It really it probably can. won't. I'm gonna sit at home and watch Ghost Adventures and like hang out. <laughs> I actually don't even know what day my birthday is. Um, like of oh, the like week. of the week. Mm-hmm. Typically, I was gonna say typically it's during the week, but like isn't everybody? Like I don't think like anyone has like oh my birthday's always on a Friday. It's That's probably on a day that ends in Y. If I had to guess. I mean, I would think you're probably right. It's on a Tuesday. My birthday is on a Tuesday, so. Um, actually, the Tuesday right before this episode comes out. So who knows? Who knows what will happen? Might get crazy club going up on a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying, Doug? I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> all that. My, the Ghost Adventures is going up. Discovery Plus is going up on a Tuesday is what's going to happen uh, here. And I'll probably have, like, steak yeah. or something. Like, we typically probably eat something, like, nice or, like, whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, like, on this new medication. Like, no food sounds good. Like, I'm, like, Aww. I'm, like, forcing myself to, like, eat food and, like, not not in like a you know like a triggering way but in a like hey you need something good on your stomach kind of situation because it's kind of like ADHD medication and I don't know like I know a lot of our listeners have the odd like we do but it's kind of like when you go on that med like you just food becomes like a second thought like it's not even like anywhere Mm -hmm. in your brain so we'll see I could go rock climbing or some crazy shit and be like is Sarah good and be like yeah she just actually has energy for the first time in a decade so (laughs) Uh, yeah, so uh, 
I'm just oddlings find out what that mm-hmm. looks like. Catch me on a reel on Instagram, just running miles in my backyard for funsies. <laughs> like it could be, I could be doing anything. But it is the start of gardening season. So what we'll probably end up doing is going to like a garden center, and I'll just spend way too much money on plants. I think that's probably that's what fair. we have done the past couple years, and I've just never noticed it's a tradition. I think. <laughs> we'll find out. Go look at some big statements or something. That's fair. Well, we'll have to get a recap of your birthday uh, once the festivities have occurred. Definitely. That's for sure. All right. So if you were on a deserted island and you could only listen to three music artists for the rest of eternity, who would you pick? Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone that listens to our podcast immediately went Harry Styles. Yeah, that's that's what Sorry. I thought. Oh my gosh, that is. I wish that Spotify let you see who you listen to, like throughout the yeah. year, like who your top artists. Because I would love to like just go and listen. I'm gonna say Harry Styles, Hosier, and yeah, of course. I don't tough. know. This is tough for the rest of my life. I feel like the easiest answer is Taylor Swift because she has such a big body of work. That's fair. There's a lot of range there. That I could just go through yeah, the yeah. era and like be like, today I feel like reputation, don't fuck with me, don't blame me. And then like tomorrow I could be in like the lover era and like just be happy and calm. I feel like that has to be my answer. I don't know anyone who has like as big of a body yeah. of work as she does that would like keep me entertained That's long fair. enough. That's a good choice. So HHT, <laughs> Harry, Hoja, and Taylor, go. for sure. Um, it's so basic. I feel like that's like so basic. Mm- I think it covers a decent amount of range. Like, give me the... They're vastly different artists. And I could get, like, my rock portion from Hosier, like, get my male pop, my female... Yeah, it has to be my answer. I don't don't know what else I would say, like... Because, like, I would say, like, you could throw, like, Meg the Stallion in there, but, like, that would get repetitive. She doesn't have that big of a body of work yet, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm listening to, like, anything else that's crazy. I listen to, like, a lot of different artists in the same genre, so it's hard for me to pinpoint yeah i have to go with those three that's a hard question surprise the arctic monkeys weren't in there i thought about that too but once there's like two albums i like really resonate with yeah the rest of them are not they're just not the the vibe that i would want for the rest of my life but that i mean if i yeah yeah, if i were to throw one of them out they i guess they would be my next yeah honorable mention yeah definitely (laughs) for sure okay so if you have no limitations on money at all what is your like dream garden item or setup that you would achieve? Oh shit! No limitations at all. I would no buy all of America, turn it back to native wetland. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, realistically, I think the goal in would be really funny if like someone clipped this in like five years and I'm like out living it or something, and they like play this over like a TikTok yeah. sound with like Harry in the background. Um, <laughs> I think the goal is to be on a good amount of land. I don't want to overwhelm myself and be like, all of this and blah, blah, blah. Um, But you give me no limitations, man. It depends. Yeah, if I could have staff, dude, I mean, like, give me 200 head of cattle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, give me, you know, a bunch of this stuff. Um, To keep it extremely simple, I would love to have like a real permaculture farm where like everything is contained and like, I'm in a sustainable thing. That's, I think, the, what matters most. Like, I would like to be in, like, a good amount of land that, like, with staff can, like, help take care of itself would be wonderful. Um, you know, a couple cows, 
a nice flock of chickens that all have like different color feathers and look pretty against like a hillside and like an acre of dahlias mm-hmm. I just don't like just throw every dahlia in the ground and like just let me walk yeah. through there but also you know like healthy soil so I'm not spending all this time weeding and all of this good stuff mm-hmm. I think that also in that property would be like the tallest hobbit home you've ever seen Right, because like <laughs> I want to be a hobbit so bad, but I'm six two, so like I'm I'm like three hobbits <laughs> stacked on top of each other in a trench coat, and that's my entire personality yeah. basically. So, um, and well, it used to be appetite before this medication. I'd be like, I'm a hobbit, but not anymore, baby. Elevensies ain't heard of her, <laughs> ain't around. Yeah, it's definitely back. It's a yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a great question. I think that for the most part, it's just. A bunch of land that's healthy is kind of the goal because yeah. I think you know like I would really like a natural spring where it's like I can like drink that mm-hmm. water and like be good and it doesn't have vinyl chloride in it that would be wonderful I'd be really having a good time there <laughs> yeah. um yeah I, th- I think that's kind of where I lay just enough space for a cow or two and some flowers and some vegetables you know just your fun basic things but also i've genuinely been looking into hydroponics as well and i would also like a warehouse that's just hydroponics all damn day (laughs) so i can like produce a lot of like good healthy food and like so what i'm hearing is you want like a minecraft setup but in real life literally and you know what that's probably because i played (laughs) minecraft way too much as like a teenager (laughs) where i'm like give me like the perfect rose that would be nice for sure. I don't know if I fuck with a square house. I don't know about brutalism as an architecture <laughs> form, but listen, if I could just punch yeah. some trees and they'd come down, that'd be totally, totally. It would be for pretty that. nice, yeah. Uh, okay, so this one's gonna be fun, and it might give you too much creative freedom. But, uh, give me a hot take opinion about something, literally anything. It doesn't matter, but it's got to be a hot take. Soup is good. <laughs> That's not to anyone else but me. I feel like that was the only one that matters. A hot take opinion that, like, a hot take, like, controversial, like, get me canceled opinion. Because I have one of those. Cancel worthy, unless you're trying to get canceled, but just a hot take. That was a hot take. That's, like, fun. Gale should have died in the Hunger Games. The fact that he just got to, like, live is the most annoying thing in the world. Okay. Here's my actual fun hot take that I think most people would probably get behind me if they thought about it for a little bit. I think that we should bring back low-budget movies to theaters. Oh, I agree with that. This whole, like, this movie costs $50 million and these actresses got paid $10 million. Get 10 kids from, like, the local, like art school yes and like make a dumb good movie yeah like i I don't need i don't need cinematography to be beautiful i just want the story to be good and i want to have fun not to get on my horror shit but one of the newest cult classics terrifier 2 was a lower but horror movie and it was an immediate cult classic you don't it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to that's not what we want homie I agree. And also, I've seen people on YouTube with their own camera make better shit than I've seen on movie screens. Like, you don't, like, the budget doesn't need to be insane. Yeah. I think what we all need to do is take a step back and stop paying millions of fucking dollars for a movie that people watch as, like, emotional eye fodder that's, like, overstimulating shit. 
um, so they buy merch later. Like I, this that whole thing, it's like I just don't think it's necessary. And like I'm not trying to shit on like any particular brand. Like have those movies too, but like also like take a small piece of their budget and like make something fun because like we're missing out on like the Nicole Kidman's of the world. Yep. Like think about how many shitty movies she was in before she was in good movies, and now they just they make shitty movies now, but they're millions of dollars. And if they don't make sixty five million dollars in the first weekend, like they're automatically a flop, which is lame to me. I agree with that. Roll it back. That's a good hot Roll take. Roll the fuck back. Thank you. Like I concur. Uh, what would it take to get you to join a cult? Very little. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. What would it take me to lead a cult? Very, <laughs> Very little. little also. <laughs> Joining a cult, it would have to be the right cult. Like, because I'm not one. Yeah. We've already figured out I'm not trying to listen to men. <laughs> so, like, I don't. <laughs> there's do no Charles that. Manson. There's no, you know, like, none of that. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, but join a commune that you, you know, like, I'm down. I'm down tomorrow. I've, I'm already in. Um, I when you said what's your dream garden, I'm like all of my friends live on a piece of land with me. Like that's basically a cult. <laughs> we, we start a cult. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just don't think it's like you know what. Um, they have proof who killed JFK. I'm in. They have. Mm-hmm. They make contact with aliens, and I can tell. Like, and I can like see it. I'm in. Like it's for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like a fake one. Um, I'm in. Um, they have a good garden with a good garden system. I'm in. I'm there yesterday. <laughs> it's over. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty easy for me. There's like a lot of women there who are like in charge and like not being abused or whatever. I'm in. Okay. Um. What are some long-term goals you have for the garden? Like next, like five years. So I typically tend to work in five-year plans anyway because gardens are such a huge project that especially when you're doing it kind of how I'm doing it um it just takes a really long time and I've been building and building and building and I'm finally getting to the point of I have a few finishing touches left and I'm also starting on like another section but the next two-ish years the biggest plan is to build a greenhouse like an actual greenhouse with windows and all that good stuff that's sturdy. I've been working out of basically like three different tiny greenhouses in my office and I've been super cramped. So the moment that becomes a thing, um, I'm going to be very excited. But this year, the most important thing that I'm working on is bringing a lot of color into the backyard portion of the garden. So where the garden is currently I can't really see a lot of it from my kitchen window and I spend a lot of time in the kitchen right like cooking and doing herbalism and all that good stuff um so my plan is to add a bunch of color back there so that way when I'm sitting in the kitchen I can see them um I'm talking like a lot of flowers and typically in the past I've been very picky where I'm like I just want apricot or I just want black or I just want pink or I just want now this year I'm like I want it all like give me a splash of everything I'm like out like I have the energy now to like see that and not get like super overstimulated and not be like a total type a person about it i guess or whatever so my plan is to just kind of go hog wild on color so that way 
hopefully in the morning when I step out of our bedroom and walk into our kitchen, the first thing I see is all that color and it just motivates me to get out there. The last couple of years, gardening has been really hard um, with all of my medical stuff going on and a lot of other projects I was working on. So I just want to have a garden this year that's like super inviting and motivating to be in. It's kind of my plan for sure. That is um, absolutely fair. I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to see the progress there. I know that every year it gets better and better for you and it, I think it's kind of starting to fit your vision every yeah. year I think you're one step closer and then every year your vision also kind of slightly adjusts um, yeah, because you go through a lot of personal growth so yeah every year I um I get closer to what I think my end goal is going to be and then I add like another thing and another thing so hopefully my mm -hmm. goal or my hope this year is to put on a bunch of those finishing touches so that way I feel comfortable like inviting people in and like trying to in mm -hmm. inspire others um, because I'm on a very small piece of land and, and, and produce is expensive and you should garden and all this stuff. Gardening and chickens when you first set up is so expensive. And especially if you're not doing it on a small scale, like or if you're just jumping into it and you don't know any better, my chicken coop is made out of a picnic table. Like there are things that you can do to like make the right call. And I would like to bring people in and feel comfortable like showing people like, hey, this is what we've been working on. This is what we've been doing. I've been gardening for three years more than COVID has been around because I started out for the love of the game of wanting mm -hmm. to eat good food and to have some fun and to have some like soil therapy and all of this other stuff and I think that when you don't do things out of fear you stick with them for way longer so the hope is that maybe this year with all this color I'm putting in and all this energy that I now have I want to finish up a few of those things so that way I can invite more friends over to inspire them. There are a couple people I'm already helping with this year, like my neighbor, I'm helping her expand, and my best friend, I'm helping her put in some stuff at her new home, um, and like a couple other people I'm helping out, but like I would like to continue my work in, in trying to build a community. Um, I think a lot of the times when you get into homesteading, it's really easy to fall down like this alt-right TikTok line of like the government wants to put hormones in your children and bubble and it's like I just <laughs> just chill you know like just calm down like we can all we can all do this together and like we can all be okay um, and also like nothing is sustainable if you don't have community because like no one can do anything on their own if you're trying to survive the 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 alp if you're trying to survive the apocalypse you're not doing that on your own. You know, like no. that's not ever going to happen. You will never be able to do all of this on your own, grow everything on your own, do all this on your own. So my hope is that with this year, I can bring people in and be like, hey, look, this doesn't take 30 hours a week. This isn't a second time job. This is a couple hard weeks in the spring and like 10 minutes every other day. You know, like this is sustainable and, and you can do this too, even on a much smaller scale. So that's kind of my hope a bunch of color and hopefully maybe inspire a couple more of my friends and family to grow some more things so that way if the government does start putting hormones in my children i'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> i'll be doing great i'll be doing great i'll be great it's fun oh lord the good news um about that for me oddlings is that i don't plan on surviving the apocalypse but seraphina seraphina refuses to let me tap out yeah so i'll also be okay yeah she'll be great <laughs> She'll manage our weapons, she'll fly our helicopters, she'll give us every now and again about how dark the situation is, and we'll be having a great time. I can also sew, okay. Yeah, I, she can I've sew. That. She has skills. Yeah. She just also, I she has skills and a lack of will, and that's, that's what she's got going for her. 
as fuck. Facts. That is the truth. Um, so what is your favorite episode of the pod? So we have so many episodes of the pod that it is hard for me to choose. Um, looking back at the 32 episodes, which is fucking insane. Um, I would say the first one being the Salem, because we just had such a good time at Salem. And I remember recording that episode and being like, I miss Salem so much. Yeah, we have to go back. We have to go back. Um, The Winchester Mystery House. Um, and it's always just been like this super weird place of interest for me, even when I was younger. So I really loved co- covering that. Um, and then I knew like five days ago, I knew you were going to ask me this question because I asked you this question. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like I yeah. had an answer, but I was stoned and then I forgot it because that's how that works for me. <laughs> um, but 100 percent, I did remember it. And it's the Groundhog Day episode. Yeah. The unfiltered yeah. joy we had recording that because I sat on that information for a month, for a full month, and I remember texting you and being like, Dog, you are never going to believe what I've got to share with you. Sure, it's Groundhog Day. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Genuinely my favorite. And I also think it's one of our, like, least... If you could interview anyone for the pod, who would it be? I will give you a top three so you have some variety. Thank you. You know, I can never choose just one. This is another one that I knew you were going to ask me. It's definitely like the... They're solid podcast questions, They are okay? solid podcast questions. I will give you that. Oh, that's hard. Okay. So, first would probably be... It's, it is hard because I, there's so many, like, local people, but, like, if this is, like, Wikipedia Lifetime Achievement Award type... Celebrity. Celebrity, yeah. yeah. yeah it's hard for me to... Um, first, I want to say Stevie Nicks because I forgot that Fleetwood Mac existed earlier when you asked me what three bands I would want to listen to forever. <laughs> I forgot about Fleetwood Mac somehow. Um, so definitely Stevie Nicks. My other answer would definitely be Dolly Parton. Um, Solid choice. Both of those women have had insane careers with insane lives, and I think that yeah. they would just be super interesting. I think that my last answer has to be Hosier. Hosier. Andrew Hosier. Because he...
Also, hasn't that song been the big like TikTok new unholy thirst trap? Yeah, that's yeah, that's amazing. My appetizer, uh, and I will always stand by this, would be a good giant fucking slice, like torso size slice of like New York style or Brooklyn style pizza. Um, mm -hmm. Once again, has been by my side through through hell or high water, and I will she will never let me <laughs> down. Um, my 
main course, I've, I've said this so many times before, um, we've talked about it before, and we've talked about how what food does to your brain and, and through memory. Um, my mom, back in the day when I was a, a wee kid, um, she would cook this like chicken and dumpling or like chicken and noodle that was like heavy on the dumpling or heavy on the noodle. To this day, probably still one of the best like culinary experiences I've ever had. Like mm-hmm. perfectly spiced, perfectly herb, like perfectly. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. Actually, she lost the main ingredient, which was like trans fats, probably, or something, you know, terrible (laughs) for us that she's like cut out of her diet completely, whatever. It was like MSG. Also, this is from like a memory, so it's like, it's always going to be better, the best in your memory. It's like lost in time piece that's like just out there floating. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's more so like a bowl of home. You know, like when yeah. I was like, it was before like a bunch of trauma happened and stuff. It's like when she used to cook this way. And um, I think that there's a part of it like that will always be like, I, I would come home from school and it would be cold and I would like get home and be like, oh, I can finally yep. relax kind of scenario. And that sounds like what I need to do before death or like as a, as after yeah, death, as I don't your, know, whatever yeah, the scenario I totally, is. I, I get that. We had the, uh, my mamma used to make grilled cheese grilled ham and swiss cheese on rye bread specifically Mm. and we had a lot growing up and i make it now just to kind of reminisce but it'll never be the same as when she made it it's missing the main ingredient is trans fats yeah trans fats (laughs) um and the person who made it being alive but you know well i was trying to avoid that i was just you know trying to be like the democrats took away the processed cheese you know but um you know whatever Uh, i had to go all eerie on it you know yeah as you know well it's all right i'm the one that literally said uh you know not but anyway if i couldn't have that yeah, if I couldn't if I couldn't have that because it's not available, um, the local goat in Gatlinburg, I guess technically it's Pigeon Forge. Um, that's the meal that we had uh, the night that we got engaged, and the steak was like a grass-fed steak, and the mm-hmm. sides were amazing. The whole dinner was perfect. So if you're ever in that that side of the country, definitely go there. Um, it was amazing. 10 out of 10 and for dessert 1000% blackberry cobbler the whole thing just give me like a pyrex blackberry cobbler I will eat it you can murder me I might kill myself with a fork just
I'd still vote for you. Thank Don't you. Don't worry. I appreciate that. That's why I would also lead a cult, so, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> That's also facts. <laughs> um, well, if you're still here, oddlings. <laughs> Thanks. That is Serafina's birthday episode. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I think this episode technically comes out before your birthday, right? Uh, after. Two days after. Two days after. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So once this is out, you'll already have um, had your your meal mm-hmm. and your your straight chilling. You know, something we didn't talk about, which is not relevant to this, but we can do this in at the end, was The, uh, the Last of Us. We I was thinking about that. that I figured we'll talk about that in the next episode. It's been enough time that people can wait another week. You're not wrong. We was will it talk amazing? One thousand percent. Will I talk about 100%. it and gush about it for a whole bunch? One thousand percent. You have a okay. week right now to get to watch it all. This is your warning. We have to talk about the giraffe. We have to talk about the giraffe. Okay. For, for one second. Yeah. So so in that scene, yeah. I was like, man, this CGI giraffe. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Not, and then it comes out. It's the only thing in the fucking scene that's not CGI. It's literally the only thing that's c- not CGI. Yeah. They're like, no, the giraffe's real. <laughs> no, no, that's not CGI. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Fucking The my, CGI was brain. so good that you had no idea it- <laughs> that the CGI wasn't CGI. Yeah, absolutely yep. crazy. So yeah, if you're like, what's the giraffe scene? You have a week. Get it together. You it's only nine hours. It's not even like just get it together. It's you'll be fine. Binge it. Yeah, it's and worth get it ready for the next time that we talk about. Yeah, it. it's definitely worth it. It is. Well, thank you all for hanging out. <gasps> That's who I'd want to interview. Oh my God, Pedro who? Pascal. Uh, oh. A legend. A legend. An epic man in his own right. Who's had a crazy Truly. fucking life. Yeah. yeah. That's... I missed out on that badass. answer. That's okay. Mm. Special mention, Pedro yeah. Pascal. God bless. Yeah. Cauldron's bless. God bless. Indeed. God's bless? God's bless. Whatever blessed. you believe in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us, everyone. And uh, stay odd, Arcadia.